0: Sunset High School was closed. A literal firestorm had burned down the gym and damaged a bunch of buildings. They weren't sure how long it would take to fix everything, but they decided to end the school year early. The seniors would graduate at Patterson High School across town and the rest of us, well, we weren't going to have to take finals. And I'm pretty sure there weren't a lot of people losing sleep over this, by the way. And early summer was agreeable to many, I'm certain. But for me and Naui, well, the other Naui was out there. And we really weren't sure what her next move was going to be. I told Naui about the dream involving her evil twin. Like Osiris, Naui corrected me and said it wasn't her evil twin, but it was easier for me to see her that way. Thinking of her as a soldier that had stolen Naoi's warrior part was a lot scarier to me because I knew how powerful that part was. That morning, after my parents had left for work, me and Naoi sat on the floor just trying to figure things out. First question. Was that actually the other Naui reaching out to me, or was it just a dream? Naui sat quiet for a little bit, thinking, then said it sounded like something she might do if she was, you know, working for the other side. In the dream, the other Naui had come to me in a fireball and told me there was only one way to end this, to make Naui whole again give over the power of creation to Seth. That's all she had to do. Oh, well, that was simple enough, right? Just hand over the keys to creation itself to the God of War. It seemed ridiculous to me that she'd ever even ask something like that. But there was another part of me that didn't think it was crazy at all, if I'm being honest. After all that we'd gone through with Seth Star, that planet, with those beings, and O's kidnapping. It was like we'd been running and running without a rest till, you know, we we couldn't take another step. But we couldn't stop. Couldn't take a breath. Had to keep pushing. And it would have been so simple to just say, yeah, you know, just take it. The other Naoi knew that because she knew me. That's what the scariest thing was, really, about all this. She knew that as weak as my Nawi was at this point, if I said that we needed to give that power to Seth, she might just do it. Naoi nodded. Definitely something she'd do. We paused again, just looking at each other. Yeah, we were both beyond exhausted, but it, it didn't matter. We needed to keep going. We needed to find the other Naui and get my Naui's warrior part back. But how? Maybe it was as simple as getting Aja back. But was that what made Naui a warrior? Her staff? Yeah, it was powerful, a living weapon that had lightning coursing through its veins. But it had also been taken away before, and my Naui was still as much a warrior as she'd ever been. No, Aja was an extension of that part of her, but it didn't actually make her a warrior. At least, that's what Naoi thought. She said that it was something that had always been there. It's like when we take things like being able to see or hear for granted. It, it isn't until we've lost it that we realize how important it is. And after Naui said this, she had this look. If there was even a glint of hope inside her at that point, that look was telling me that it was quickly fading. Then... A familiar voice. Even though it was in my head, I could tell from Naoi's reaction as she looked around my room that she could hear it as well. It asked Naoi if she was finally ready to accept who she really was. Naoi said, Hello, Osiris. And suddenly the god of the underworld was sitting on the floor right beside us. There's a place. Wusa created just for you, he said, completely focused on Naui. She hoped that you'd be willing to explore this part of who and what you are, but she wasn't sure. I'm a warrior, Naui said, and so much more, Osiris continued with a soft smile. But if you're not willing to see it, then that's all you'll ever be. It had all been leading up to this moment, I thought. That doorway of golden light she made after I'd rescued our father that helped us to escape. Those golden wings. She was more. To me, it was obvious, but that didn't really matter, because if she couldn't see it, well, hmm. I focused on the floor, intentionally not making eye contact with her, and said then just give it to him and now he asked what i was talking about and i told her that she should just give him the power of creation now and it'll be what it is the universe existence if you can't see who and what you really are we have already lost i could feel her eyes burning into the top of my head like lasers For me to say that she was more than a warrior, well, it wasn't what she expected to hear. I'd been obsessed with her training me to be a warrior since we were little. To me, it made Naoi Naoi. But I realized in that moment, I was wrong. Naoi lifted my head with her hands and looked me in the eyes. I said... I still believe in you. And after a moment, she nodded. Then she turned to Osiris and asked how she'd get to this place. He extended his hand and just before she took it, she asked if I could go to this place too. Osiris said, no, she'd have to go alone. Naoi didn't take his hand. Then Osiris looked at me and said, remember your gifts. It took me a few seconds, but I remembered in that moment that on the mountain, when we were trying to rescue O the first time, I was able to connect with Naui, to be with her in her head. Was that going to be possible in this place as well? Osiris answered yes, easily reading my thoughts. Then I told naui I'll be right here, and I tapped against her forehead. She nodded, looked relieved. It's interesting, up to that point, I never really thought about naui actually needing me. I mean, I was always the one who needed her, right? I asked Osiris how long this was going to take. The other Naui was out there, and neither of us knew what her next move might be. And what about O? His father could sense that he was okay, at least for the moment. But how much longer would that last? He said that for me, it would be 24 hours. But for Naui, it would be much longer. And that's, that's all he would say. Right. Well, I wasn't sure exactly what he meant, but at this point, I trusted him, and I knew that he wanted O back as much as we did. he took his hand, and just before she vanished, she told me to take care of things here. Then, she was gone. That night, around midnight, I laid in bed preparing to connect with Nawi's mind. I didn't want to do... This right after she left, I wanted to wait, give her time to get used to the place wherever that place was. I was actually proud of myself, as I was usually a bit impatient when it came to keeping in touch with Maui. I wondered what kind of place it was going to be. Would it be like a school, or maybe? Just her with her mother, Woosa, and maybe she'd be teaching her things. And what those things were specifically, I had no clue. She obviously had the ability to create. I mean, she'd just saved the school from complete destruction with her creations. But the issue was control, or at least that's what I thought. She needed to learn to control her power and over time, hopefully get to the point where she wasn't so tired after she used it. Maybe, I thought, it was like an athlete. When you're training for basketball or football or whatever, you have to be able to build up your endurance and maybe that's something else she'd be working on in this place. Of course, I was just guessing at that point. To know... I needed to connect with her. After activating the shadow armor in my thoughts, I shut my eyes and I paused. Something didn't feel right. The shadow armor made me super sensitive at times, but not all the time. Usually, if it had something to do with Naui or my parents or anybody close to me, then I could sense when there was something wrong with them. I could pick up on it. Or at least that's how it usually worked. Then there was this bright flash through the window. I ran over and looked out. I saw Jima outside her door and it was really, really strange because I almost never see her out there. I lifted into the air and flew through the window. Within a few seconds, I was at Jima's doorstep. Her silver hair, usually pulled back into a perfect bun, was all over the place, and there was a scar across her perfect cheekbone. She was completely out of breath. I asked her what happened, and she was only able to say, Naoi. And I knew. The other Naoi had attacked her. Before I could open my mouth, she said she knew it wasn't Naoi. She'd dealt with this particular soldier before, a very long time ago. At that time, she'd stolen Anaya's warrior part. I couldn't imagine how horrible that must have been. If Jima was the greatest warrior that ever walked the planet, Anaya was a very close second. Jima sat down on a step. I'd never seen her exhausted before and honestly didn't think it was possible for her to get that way. After all, Jima was a warrior, super being. I asked her which way the other Nawi went, and well, she wasn't sure, but I I had this sense, this feeling. The name Stony Park just popped into my head. That was the place where I first met Nawi. Jima said she was going to alert Asha and the others, and well, I took off toward the park. I intentionally flew as high as I could as I didn't want to be detected. The other reason was that I was really, really scared. And by the way, I'm not ashamed to admit it. This part of Nawi was more powerful than I'd ever imagined. I mean, look at what she'd done to Jima. I'm certain a part of that had to do with the element of surprise. Jima certainly wasn't expecting to be attacked by Naoi or well, the other Naoi, but still, this was Jima we were talking about. At one point, her and Anaya were responsible for taking down Seth himself. The night was warm and without even a wisp of a cloud in sight. Normally on this kind of night, I would have kept my window open and listened to crickets and the silences between their chirps. But there was no time for that tonight. I'm not sure how many thousands of feet I was in the air as I glided over the park. I was just trying to stay high enough to be out of sight. I was scanning at first, trying to spot the other Naui with my physical eyes. From that height, though, the trees, they looked like heads of broccoli. Yuck. Couldn't stand broccoli. And the boulders that made up Stony Park looked like pebbles. Beyond that, I couldn't see much else. I decided to allow the shadow armor to take over. The moment it covered my eyes, I was all instinct and I sensed a familiar tree directly below. Oh yeah, I thought. A cougar had been preparing to pounce on me from the shadows beneath that tree. The only thing that kept it from making me lunch was my Naui. It was the first time we'd officially met. The other Naui was there, I thought. I could could sense her. I hovered for a few moments, indecisive, then began a gradual descent. What was I doing? I couldn't fight her. Go back to Jima's house, I thought. Maybe Asha had already arrived. She was a seeker. She'd be able to deal with her or it or whatever this soldier was that stole Naoi's warrior part and was using it against her. And there was... Suddenly, a corner in my mind that was aware of something else. he had begun her training. Well, it was a strange time for me to tune in on what was happening with her, I thought. But it was also a relief. kind of made what I was sinking into less scary because, well, I knew I was connected to Naui, if that makes sense. I could feel the colors in that place. What did they call it? The Aurora Borealis. Northern Lights. I'd seen pictures of it. Ribbons of green, blue, red, yellow, and pink light swirling in the sky. Wherever Naui was, those lights were everywhere. They were the sky and the ground. They were all things and i'd never seen or felt anything like it i touched down in the darkness of stony park and stood there allowing my instincts to take a look around strange i knew the other nowi was close but i couldn't quite see her i lowered the armor from my head sensing her that close but not being able to see her was driving me nuts this was one of those times that i needed to see with my physical eyes it took a few seconds to get accustomed to the light there were no street lights or houses that produced light in this area and that made things even darker i know you're there i said out loud I said it trying my best to channel the calm that was as much a part of my Naui as the breath in her lungs. She was there in that moment, in a distant corner of my mind, training. And time was definitely different over there. It had only been what felt like a few moments ago that I saw her first arriving in that place full of light and color. But to her, it was days ago, maybe weeks. Osiris had tasked her with creating a circle. All she had to do was draw it into reality using those colors. Every time she tried, she was able to draw one half of the circle, but not the other. She did this so many times. I could feel the frustration building inside her until at one point she screamed out that she couldn't do it, that she wanted to go home. This was stupid. She knew who she was, and it wasn't this. She was not a creator, no. A warrior, even one that fought for good, destroyed their enemy. That's who and what she was. A destroyer. Then a whisper. It was right up against my ear. Nobody's coming to save you, Eric, it said playfully. And when I turned, there was no one there. It wasn't true. Jean bon was out there and so was Asha. But then I searched for them using my instincts and realized that they were out there, certainly, but they'd gone in a completely different direction. Somehow the other Naui must have put them on the wrong trail. They were thousands of miles away. I can't win, I said out loud. You're faster and way stronger. I know that. These words were met with dead silence. I'm in contact with Naui right now. If you show yourself, we can talk to her together. I gotta tell you, I have absolutely no idea why I said what I said at the time. It just came from my gut. I just... Blurted it out, and literally a split second later, she was right there, a few feet away. A shadowy figure with fiery eyes. Then she moved closer and sat down on the grass. I sat down, too, facing her. Even with those creepy eyes, there was something so familiar about being around the other Naui. I mean, I knew it wasn't my Nawi, but in some ways, I don't know. I just missed that part of her so much. Tell her that I am so close that I can see the fear in your eyes, she said with the slightest grin. Was she serious? After I stared into the other Naoi's fiery eyes for a few moments, well, I knew she was. There was no way that this part of Naoi was so horrible. I closed my eyes and uh, I could see my Naoi sleeping tucked into those colors I'd seen like a blanket. I could sense her exhaustion she finally conquered the circle thing and so many other things. She was creating three-dimensional objects, chairs, doors, buildings. I could see so many things in her head, so many accomplishments. I didn't want to wake her up, but I knew I had to. The other Naoi would know if I was lying. I whispered to Naui to wake up in my thoughts and suddenly I could feel her conscious and awake. She asked me how much time had gone by on earth and I said about a half hour. She was stunned. She felt as if she'd been gone for weeks. Then I told her what the other Naui wanted me to tell her. and. She immediately said she was coming back. But then, I felt another mind. It was Osiris. He said she couldn't. Not until she was finished with her training. Finishing her training was the only way back. Now he said she'd bust her way out if she had to. It didn't matter. Then she shouted out, as if the other Naui could hear her to leave me alone. Nobody is coming to save me, I thought. Then my thoughts suddenly froze. There was someone else in that park. Someone that I hadn't felt in a very, very long time. I saw a hand holding a phone that was obviously filming, and even though I couldn't see the rest of her, as it was hidden behind a boulder, I knew who it was. The other Naui smiled. She knew who it was, too, and said, Hello, Leia. The adventure continues May 20th, and coming this summer, prepare yourself for the chronicles of Detective Bender and the super-secret adventures of George. Stay tuned.